As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of Critical Hit, a major spoilers Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Whoo! Thank you everybody for carrying through with us over these last couple of weeks. That tower has been a real pain in the behind. Nah. Uh, there's there's an orcish <laughs> word for that. That's we, nothing. We are aboard the, the airship once more, mofo. and we are heading to, towards a town, and so we will turn it over to our dungeon master, game master, Rodrigo. Hello. Hello. Um, all right. Well, first off, before we get started, you guys have about 4,023 XP. Wow. That's so does lot. that mean 4,320 XP? Does that mean we gained no, no, a level? No. 4,023. 4, oh, 4,023. Well, that's not as <laughs> <laughs> still. See, I think this question. is why sometimes there are mistakes in your character sheet, because I'm like, okay, Steven, <laughs> put, put a 5 there. 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least this one was just kind of a... Uh, yeah, flipping the last three. Right, okay. I'm yeah, audio dyslexic. dyslexic. Uh, so does this mean we gained a level? A That's right. So now we are all level four peoples. Mm-hmm. I got a pin. So what does that mean when we get a level? This time we gain what? Feet? This time you get... Encounter spells? What? Everything goes up by one pretty Woo-hoo! much because everything cares about half level except for damage and a couple other things. Um, you get a feat. But I have and- for feet. Huh? <laughs> and you get a plus one to two of your abilities. Okay, so like my dexterity and my intelligence were at 18. Mm-hmm. So if I raised those up, I'd be ni- 19 for that. That's right. And you said we all, of course, uh, HP goes up. And that depends on everybody. So now I'm at 37. Mm-hmm. So am I. Okay. And we also get feet. So should we... We actually did this before the show, so don't think, listeners, that we're all of a sudden whipping these out of our butts. But uh, So we chose I some feats this time. Yeah, maybe maybe Torque is. So we chose feats this time, and so I am going to uh, choose the Eldrin Sword Wizardry, and this is from page 125 of the Arcane Power Book. Mm-hmm. This... Um, you can wield a long sword as an implement when using wizard powers. Your long sword adds its enhancement bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls and any extra damage granted by the property, if applicable, when used as an implement. You do not gain your weapon proficiency bonus to the attack roll when you use your long sword as an implement. If you have any feats or class features that apply to uh, apply a benefit when you wield a wand, you can also apply these benefits when you wield a long sword. If such benefits apply to attacks, they apply only when you use the long sword as an implement for a wizard attack power. So essentially. For my attack bonus, Rodrigo, mm-hmm. 
it stays the same. It's going to be essentially the same. It's going to be seven. That's right. But it does give you the added versatility of being able to channel your powers through your sword. Right. So Um, what does that mean? So, like, what if I do uh, magic missiles? Well, if you do, it's usually not going to change it too much unless you decide to activate your daily power. Now, your one's daily power is a flaming burst, which is... I believe an at will power mm-hmm. that you get to do once a day. It's really not all that impressive. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> the sword, on the on the other hand, um, if you channel through the sword to make an attack, any attack, magic missiles, um, flaming sphere, whatever, you can actually once you hit, use your sword's daily power to inflict ongoing fire damage. But that's that's once I can only do that once. You can only so do it's that not once an automatic. It's not an automatic to where right. like my flame and my magic missiles suddenly turn into magic flaming missiles and inflict fire damage on. Well, people. they do once, once per day. day. Okay, wanted to make clear on that. So that's what my new feat is, and um, turn it over to Smith and see what uh, Rob did for his. Uh, okay. Ah, I with the whole everything bad is happening to me went with <laughs> a feat out of Forgotten Realms. Uh, it's the Spell Scarred Multiclass feat, Student of the Plague. Uh, it's on page 41 in the Player's Guide for Forgotten Realms. Uh, it, uh, it gives me access to the multiclass feats of Novice Power, Acolyte Power, and Adept Power, so as I can change up, swap out some of my powers at later levels. On top of, if I take all those, I can Paragon Multiclass when I hit 11th level into a Spell Scarred person and get more nasty stuff to throw at people. Uh, However, the other benefit of the feed, it gives you a choice of one of three things. I went with the flame speed, uh, which once per encounter as a minor action, I gain a plus one bonus to my speed or a plus two bonus to speed if I charge or run. And the bonus lasts until the end of my next turn with blue flame licking the ground after my feet touch it. Cool. Very cool. Let me ask you a question real quick. He's pulling this out of uh, Forgotten Realms Player's Guide. And, of mm-hmm. course, we've got the, um, what's the other? Um, Eberron. Campa- Eberron Player's Guide. Mm-hmm. We've got... Arcana, we've got the uh, regular player's guide. Does it matter when we play a game which book we're playing it out of, or do some people say, hey, we're in the world of the Eberron? Some people say, you know, uh, like a game master is always, the the game master always has the option to say, to veto a particular book, a particular class out of a book, or a particular line of text in a class in a particular book. Um, The current edition of Dungeons & Dragons is built... So that um, basically everything's kind of interchangeable. You can have artificers in Forgotten Realms. You can have, I don't know, sword mages in Dark Sun. It's going to be great. Dogs and cats living together. Exactly. Okay, I just Um, wanted to... What is your preference? Do you just whatever? Well, since this this setting is kind of... Yeah, it is in fact a homebrewed setting. Um... I'm willing to allow pretty much anything as long as usually my rule is that it has to be printed. Okay. Um, which, you know, we've already broken that with, uh, Brian's familiar for one and a couple other things here and there. Okay. Um, all right. I just wanted to check and some of the listeners may be asking that same question. So mm -hmm. thank you game master. Let's head over to D and D Brian. Got one more thing. Okay. Uh, did we want to uh, discuss my dagger? Oh yes. Um, Actually, before we discuss uh, Smith's dagger, I'll, I'll, I'll preface that by saying that I make a lot of mistakes, and they're usually little mistakes. Right, right. Um, so let's talk about quick draw for, okay. a, for a second. Wait, no, don't. 
No, don't. <laughs> El Cabal. Oh, don't oh wait, that's a different quick draw. At first level, I gave Torque quick draw. Now, first off, he didn't qualify for it. In previous editions, quick draw didn't have any prerequisites. Here, you have to have a dex of thirteen. So that was an issue. Um, secondly, I was running quick draw out of like the little brief de- um, description text. But if you actually read the full entry for the feat, it actually does allow you to do things like quick draw a magic potion and drink it in the same action. So I was telling you guys that you couldn't, when in fact you could. Oh, so that whole thing didn't have to happen. No, we probably still would have died. The last nine (laughs) episodes are alive. No, but it made. I think it made for a more interesting show. So we forgive you, Rodrigo. Thanks. I'm glad you forgive me. Um. If I didn't know about it, there's no way I would have chosen to do it. Yeah. And given the fact that I can barely remember my weapons damage, there's a pretty good <laughs> chance. Even if we were doing it per the book, there's no way I would have thought that. Yeah. So, so know, there's that. that. Um, and another mistake that I made was to give Smith a property for his dagger that you that can't go on daggers as per the book. That's really not a huge deal. Um, and honestly, I don't think even the the quick draw issue, like giving it to Torque at first level, really is either. But um, we, uh, I had Rob look up a new um, power for his dagger. So now the dagger will say, you know, the tower changed its energies, blah, blah, and now it does something else. We want to know what my new dagger is now. Yes, I have a Stormbiter Warblade dagger. <laughs> you're a storm biter and your mother never loved you yeah. which couples really well with the fact that everything I have that I can only do once per encounter or once per day deals either thunder and or lightning damage as it uh the daily power on the dagger is when I hit an enemy with a thunder or lightning power using this weapon I can knock them prone give them, make them deafened and make them take ongoing 5 lightning damage And you remember what Deafened does? Deafened makes it so they can't hear stuff and they take a neg 10 to perception checks. Okay. Get to know. Even Tork knows that. Very, very (laughs) cool. (laughs) All right. So let's now head over to D&D Brian, who, again, listeners, didn't buy any new uh, dice. So, And no one has sent us dice (laughs) for him. Somebody needs to. And, of course, if you remember, Randus is now missing an arm, but let's see what kind of feet. Maybe he gained an extra feet, apparently. So, Well, one feet don't make up for a missing arm. <laughs> you can't put the feet on his shoulder. <laughs> anyway. You could be. <laughs> I just recall Dr. Nick. Anyways, I took uh, <laughs> potent restorables for my feet this level. Uh, basically what that does. For a thousand, Alex? Yes. <laughs> And That's my last one, I swear. <laughs> and what that does, this uh, basically, is give two extra hit points on healing powers, which I only got to one right now, but the, since that power and this feat both level up in and of themselves, it's not much right now, but higher levels, that could be a pretty big bonus. Okay. Also of importance is that um, Randis started the game with a bunch of rituals, and at fourth level, a couple of them actually click on. That's true. Because... Uh, they have they either have a cap or, for example, with uh, brew potion, 
um, really the lowest level thing that you can make is a fourth level item. Yeah. So at fourth level, he can actually start making healing potions. Yay. <laughs> yes. You. That's With gross, man. Smith's vomit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's all your fault. Yeah. Ten minutes in, and it's already gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gone <sighs> wrong for Smith some time uh, ago. Is <laughs> yeah. it my turn yet? Yep. Oh yes. Let's uh, go check in with uh, Torque and Good. Matthew uh, and see what uh, uh, what this uh, half work can bring up. This actually was a, a a watershed level up for me in that it caused me to seek out and actually consult with the reference materials for the first time in fourth edition. <laughs> I I had been trusting Rodrigo, who would say, "Here's two things you can choose from, which sounds less damaging, and you get some hit points over here, and you get something over here." So I actually went and consulted the book myself, and for my feet, I chose Form of the Verdant Lord. And then Rodrigo reminded me that A, I'm not a verdant lord, B, I'm not an invoker, and C, I'm not level twenty. So and, then I chose and, and, and D, that's not a, that's not even a feat. <laughs> right. So I got that going for me. And then I just tried to choose Marshall Alacrity, at which point he pointed out to me that I didn't have Dex fifteen and that it wouldn't stack with my quick draw, at which point he pointed out that you also can't have quick draw <laughs> unless you boost your so I kind of did that, and what I essentially went with uh, for my feats was uh, durability, which means that not only can I get kicked in the butt more often, I now have more healing surges per day. <laughs> that Randis can steal. Yes. Randis can steal them. <laughs> but Randis can steal lots and lots of my healing surges, and then in the middle Delicious of battle, when I'm about surges. to die and go talk to Aunt Tilly from Akron again, mm-hmm. he, can, he can do that little thing that he does like Batman, where he's like, <laughs> needle to the neck. So I got that going for me, which is, which is nice. And since uh, we did boost um, Torque stats, because you do get your Correct. two ability bonuses, so now yes. Torque does qualify for quick draw. Right. So, and when we say I didn't qualify, I what what it really meant was I was at twelve instead of thirteen. Yeah. So it wasn't really a huge misqualification. And again, I don't think that it would have made or. Well, quite frankly, it couldn't have. It didn't. These events happened to these characters in this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whatever it was that Torque was doing was similar enough to Quick Draw that now I just suddenly realized that, oh, wait, Quick Draw is actually this. I had a Torque moment. I, I, I guess I could explain why you could only do it with weapons. It was it was, yes. a, it was a uh, pre-Quick Draw. Yeah, could be. It was, it was a Baba Louie. Yeah. All it's right. miniature version of Quick Draw. Before we get in, do we want to go around and say what our dailies and everything are? Yes. Go backwards this time, Matthew. What? You going to tell us what your dailies are? What daily uh, you're going to use? Well, or, I'm no. sorry, what... Uh, Steven, you're the only one who oh, picks dailies. The All right. I'm using so Flaming Steven, Sphere. Okay. Because I'm tired of... <laughs> what about your... I, what about I your... use my axe and I encounter. Yep. cutting... And no, not your encounter. Your utility, utility powers. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's see. Shield or Guardian uh, Guardian Blades? Guardian bl- what is it? Shield? Shield or Guardian, or Guardian Blades. Blades? I'm going to go with Guardian Blades. Okay. Okay. It's interesting to watch Steven's decision on you this. You don't even see. 
<laughs> no, you base it on what happened the day before. Yep. <laughs> of course. If, if yesterday you had something that would require you to be on the offense, if you choose the Guardian Blade, yep. and inevitably we find something which would, at that point, be better for you to have chosen it's to be It's almost on the like Rodrigo has a chain... So, then the next day, <laughs> did Stephen pick defense or offense? That's right. And did Stephen pick we defense? End up in a conversation Story X. Where you would be better off having the offense. I know. Power. It's I'm a not... it's a flow chart yes. that I follow. It's almost as if there's an evil deity looking over us and, <laughs> right. and staring down out of the sky and using his powers and his his mighty laugh and his unibrow to mock us. <laughs> you guys give me <laughs> you guys give me entirely too much credit. <laughs> Half of the half of the situations we you guys end up in are honestly literally your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> All so right, we are like high above <laughs> we are high above the farmlands, Rodrigo. Okay. Take us into our adventure. So you guys decided to stop in this little town or well, stop in this town. It's actually a fairly large uh, population center. Not as big as, um, obviously not as big as Diamond Throne and not as big as Moonhold used to be, but um, it's a town in the center of a lot of farmland, so a lot of the farmers roll into town to sell their wares and uh, hitch up caravans and everything else. Furthermore, it's one of the few towns that has actually seems to have survived the uh, meteoric onslaught hmm. of the moon falling down. So, you guys... Uh, Tony parks the the proud Baroness um, a few leagues outside of town and lowers the stair and basically walks over to Randis and hands him a pouch of gold for you know his own for him to like get him some magic or magic uh, components. Doesn't want to use well. my vomit. <laughs> no. Well, he doesn't want no because it's your vomit. That's yours. You can keep that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's all to you. It's everybody's vomit. When Smith vomits, the world vomits with him. <laughs> oh, everybody like benefits. the world to spew in perfect harmony. So, there you guys are. You're okay. a few... You know, the, the town is in sight. And you guys are out in some uh, scrubby... Land, scrubs. yeah, scrubby scrubland. Okay. Well, we can do it all on our own. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we might as well proceed to the town. Very well. See what uh, information. It's odd that this town doesn't look like it's had much damage to it, or any damage that I can see. Indeed, uh, might just be a factor of them being out of the way. You can give me a perception way. check if you want. You all can. Nice. Orc is moping. 14. <laughs> so he probably is very imperceptive. 24. 16. Okay. On 24, you can, as you guys start walking towards it, you can see that some buildings look newer than the others. It probably was hit by, you know, at least a little bit of the fallout. It just didn't take, uh, you know, obviously as much damage as Moonhold. Maybe we were deader longer than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, and uh, Tony does inform you that the name of this town is Tuberville. 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 <laughs> Makes sense for a farm farm community, mm-hmm. or somebody that's been playing too many Plants vs. Zombies. See, here's the thing: like, p- 
people in this continent are very like straightforward about their naming stuff. You know, Moonhold is a silver mining town, so clearly somebody got creative there. Right. But every other place, you know, Iron Hill. What do you think they do there? Uh, the Hill Iron. Yep. <laughs> I just hope we don't ever wind up in the town called Bob. I, <laughs> I just have a that vision of Diamond Throne the is big the place where Iron from Fully Cooley on a hill. Oh, fair, fair. <laughs> So awesome. as we approach, are there any guards? Do we see any guards around the outside? Is it pretty much just an open, shut town? Yeah, it's you don't see any you don't oh, see any guards. You do see um, what are probably some kind of uh, volunteer police type guys walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody seems to just be kind of milling around. And how far away is this town from the tower? From the tower that you just came yeah, from? Yeah, the tower that we just came from. The tower. Um, it's probably about a day and a half's flight. Okay, so they can't the, see it as the start. They the don't see it from flies. their town, but the <laughs> citizens are probably aware of the tower. Probably. Okay. But with that whole moon raining from the sky thing, there's probably a good chance. Yeah, I mean, by now somebody too. must have walked by there and realized that there was a giant monster devil tower there. Okay. But you can ask them. Sure. Uh, one of the police officers that are wandering okay. the town. Hello. Hello, citizen. Hi. <coughs> I have How a, are you? Well, we are travelers from afar. We Why have been on a quest. Adam West? <laughs> <laughs> we have been put Hello, on a quest to, <laughs> to stop this craziness that's going on. What craziness? Well, the, the moon, the sky on fire, and the flavor. Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> Is it really that bad? Well, what do you mean? I don't know. You just kind of got to live in the moment. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with our elf friends to the north? Have you been eating their granola again? I... No, I don't think I... I know what granola is. Okay. Uh, anyway, enjoy your stay in Tuberville, what, friends. One, one other question, perhaps. Oh, yes, sure. Uh, why he sits your, down. Why does your <laughs> town not appear to have suffered as much damage or chaos... As other towns that we've uh, encountered. Well, what towns have you encountered? Well, we've been to places like Moonhold and Diamond Throne, and we've uh, met Moonhold. caravans on our values. I was in Moonhold on once. Ventures. It's a great city. There's this uh, great little restaurant there, um, but Not their anymore. tours aren't very good. Have Have you guys had any encounters with strange beings that have not been seen in this land at any time? Mm, well, you're the first blonde-headed, green-eyed, pointy-eared man I've ever seen. Hmm, but no other creatures of any kind. Oh, there's this other lady walking around. She's nice. You guys are all nice. Uh, where might we find this lady? I don't know where she went. <laughs> Do you know her name? I'm sorry? Do you know her name? No, she didn't say. When did you last see her? I don't know, maybe 20 minutes ago? Which direction was she going? I don't remember. Are you in a part of the regular police force of this town? Yes. There's not much crime here, is there? Mm, no, not really. Torque, perhaps you could question this fellow with your police skills that you have. It sounds like you two might be able to communicate very well. Hello. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Hey, your uh, name is Torque? Uh-huh. That's a nice name. 
Oh, kind of, I guess. It sounds, it sounds strong. I think I wish that my name was stronger, but that's okay. I like my name. What? What's your name? Micah. That, that's a rock. It is? Uh-huh. Wow. You learn something new every day. Uh, well, uh, have fun uh, in Tuberville, you, guys. And he just he kind of drinking. stands up and wanders away. <laughs> uh, uh, that was. I am at a loss. I've never encountered a... Beyond Torque, uh, I've never encountered someone of his what? intelligence. He, the, them guys. Did he say See which them? direction that woman went? No. No, them guys. What? What? Remember? Them guys <laughs> with the, the, the snot heads. Yes. They, one of them just looked like a guy. Uh-huh. Do you think that maybe he's got a snot head too? It would certainly explain some of his odd behavior. He, he's not acting much like a cop is all. Because even I know that you gotta like survey and look around and so Randis, <laughs> you've had a rough couple days, indeed. Um, yes. Um, but you know what? Tuberville appears to be a very nice town. You're starting to think that you know. Sure, you lost your arm, but it's a great opportunity to build yourself a new arm. Really, now that you think of it, things are probably not as bad as they seem. <laughs> yeah, just another day. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, I suppose I'll go find the uh, local apothecary or whatever and okay, try to get our supplies and get Thony's magical knickknacks. It's pretty obvious. As you guys walk through town, you see that everybody's just kind of very pleasant and very happy. And, you know, there's a farmer uh, with a pig under his shoulder or under his uh, elbow. And he's uh, just kind of waves at you guys as you walk by. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh, these people are crazy. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's something going on here. Fairly oddly complacent. Kind of like it. I look around. Does the town seem to be functioning as normal as as, an, as Orm maybe see, sees a town as he's experienced a few towns before? Yeah. I mean, is there commerce going on? Are there food stand set up? Does it look like normal activities? It's just the people that are strange? It looks a little slow. Just, you know, everybody, like, nobody kind of walks really in a straight line. I mean, they're not swerving like they're drunk, but, you know, they just kind of meander and look at things and then walk over to other things. Oh, so for Orm the Eldrin, this is common human. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. But no, this is even, this is even a little bit more Okay, but I mean the stalls, everything looked the same. Yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. So if I were to, if Orm were to go over to one of the food stands and examine the, one of the fruits or one of the tubers from from the area, nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. You walk over and look at a potato. Okay, potato. Potato. It, um, <laughs> I like potatoes. Um, it appears to be a normal potato. Hmm. Are there any funnel cake stands around? <laughs> mm, no, not that you can see. There's a gentlemen. Uh, there are no funnel cake stands around. <laughs> there is something wrong in this town. <laughs> uh, enraged torque. <laughs> I don't know. There is a uh, candy yam stand. Okay. Is everything tubers, potatoes? No, they have other stuff. Potatoes, but apparently their their main uh, 
Okay. Bleak. Their main business is roots. They do have like beets, which are in tubers, but you know. right, right. Nature's candy. Carrots. Okay. Turnips. So we just yep. continue to follow, I guess, walking along with Randis. I'm hungry. Personally, warm. <laughs> Personally, warm. Oh, are you see hungry? Somebody, somebody just hands you a carrot. Careful, Thank friend. Thank you. Mm. Uh, just hold on to it for a little while. Okay. I think it would be in our best interest to just kind of stick together. To channel through it. Instead of splitting <laughs> apart. It's my new dagger. Yep. Okay. So you guys go down to the apothecary. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You um, find it pretty easily. It's um, a big squad building, kind of a big warehouse. And walk in through the front door, and there's a uh, gentleman probably in his 40s. Um, he's kind of balding, but he has, like, big mutton chops, and he's just kind of uh, taking... Uh, he has this big pole, and he's taking vials and putting them up on a high shelf with it. Hmm. He uh, hears you come in and turns around and is like, Oh, hello, welcome, welcome, what can I do for you? Oh, we're just uh, looking around, want some magical components? Oh, certainly, what do you need? Oh, I could use uh, some inner things, uh, just any some basic residuum if you have that, otherwise uh, maybe some... Oh, sure, sure. Um, I have this. And he just kind of puts a bag and it has like little kind of odd, like a little bit of residuum and some like more crystallized um, sort of magical byproduct type stuff. It's, you know, it's kind of a poor man's residuum. I see. It's huh. a good start. So from what we see on the shelves, does it look like this is a more rural? I mean, obviously it's a rural town, but it, it, they're not going to have a target. It, they have a Walmart, right? It. <laughs> Basically, what it looks like is this guy is probably the guy who makes the magic potions around here. Mm. He knows how to make a handful of magic potions and has a lot of them. Very good. And, you know, probably a couple other minor things. Okay. Well, maybe um, you, as you're kind of putting it away, you realize that he doesn't ask sure. for any money. Yeah. Hey, sir. Yes. How much do you want for this? Oh, don't worry about it. You seem nice. You can pay me later, or don't pay me. If you wish. Of course I do. Have a nice day. Oh, well, as long as we're gathering some rituals, could I also get some stock up on mine? I have a friend who can't be really seen, and I'd like to bring him back for a while. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. Here, I have some Eye of Newt, and he gives you a... Okay. A big jar of Eye of Newt. Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity, is there pretty strange occurrences going on in the town? Hmm? Mm, no. Not really. Not that I can think of. Encountered any strange people lately? Strange oh. creatures, perhaps? Beyond yeah. our, my orcish friend and myself? Beyond you guys? Mm, there was a lady came through here probably about an hour ago. Well, can you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, she was nice. Uh-huh. Did she say anything out of the ordinary? Did she say where she was from? No, she asked a lot of questions, though. Kind kind of like you guys. What kind of questions? The same kind of questions you guys are asking. What's going on? What's happening? Why are people acting like this? Would you know uh, which direction this woman would have went? Out the door. I didn't really see past it. Hmm. Very well. Did you want to see if you could get your arm tweaked up a notch? (laughs) 
Do you got anything in the way of uh, mechanical components that you make? Mm, I'm afraid I don't. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Well, I do uh, <laughs> thank you very much for your assistance. Uh, sure. Come back around anytime. Question, where would, before we leave, could you point us to where the the mayor of your town might be, the leader of your town? Oh, sure, sure. There's a uh, big, uh, like, it's the tallest building in town. It's right at the center. It's kind of in this square. There's the uh, Church of Bahamut, and then across from it is the is town hall. Okay. Hmm. Out of curiosity, when was the last time you had a, had sleep? Uh, I... Slept last night. Okay. Anything else, gentlemen? Um, I think we're good. Yeah. I'll give the guy some money that I think is a fair amount. And okay. Head out. I've got an eye of Newt. I'm not giving him anything. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, clearly there's something wrong. I'm going to exploit this situation. <laughs> well, yeah, that seems yep. very Eldrin. Yep. <laughs> gentlemen, there is something... In very odd going on in this town. Yeah. Yeah. It is I, kind of a nice change mm, of pace from the blood and the screaming and the pain. Yes, but I mean, beyond that, these are not like any humans I've ever encountered before. Well, There's just something yes. not right with these people. You're and I would, not including nuts in that statement, right? No, no. I, I, you know, I, <laughs> of the humans that I've encountered, they've all been m- much more interesting than the people here. And I might understand that this rural community might lower intelligence levels, but not to this extent that these people are just bizarre. They seem complacent and... Yes. Hello! Hi. Hello. Person walks by. Yeah. Let's, do you mind if we go visit the mayor and see if there's... if we might be able to get some more solid answers? This just does not feel right to to me. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Why are you so grumpy, Tork? You're sounding like Smith. Uh, just, yeah, just, just more crazy. I think there's more crazy, and we're probably going to have to do the crazy. <laughs> well, I, for one, think that we need to put an end to the crazies. Uh, let's go over to the well, mayor's house. We can see All what right. we can manage here. Okay, so you guys head over to the center of town. That sounds like a plan. What is this church? The Church of Bahamut. Is he a god of your peoples? <laughs> He's, He's the uh, platinum dragon, the uh, god of protection, justice. justice. Okay. All right. Protection and justice. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the same time. Really, he's the god of justice, but he's got all these smaller portfolios that he manages. <laughs> well, you know, if he was, maybe the god was looking over the town. I mean, that's why he I acquire justice and also mergers and acquisitions. That's right. All right, center of town, mayor's house, mayor's yep. office, whatever. So you walk into the center of town. Um, there's this big well, and then sure enough, a big you know wooden building mm-hmm. that has Bahamut's insignia in front of it, and then across from it, an even bigger wooden building that seems to be a bunch of offices. Um, as you approach the center of town, the door to the church opens, mm-hmm. and this woman walks out. Um, her skin is kind of a bluish gray. Mm-hmm. Um, her eyes are completely pupilless, and they're just kind of silver orbs in her head. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she has long platinum blonde hair in a uh, tight ponytail behind her head. Um, she's got these markings over her eyes, sort of a kind of a rectangle that um, where the one of the lines crosses the middle of her eyebrow and the middle of her eye, mm-hmm. and then just kind of makes a rectangle uh, kind of around her cheek and temple. And she's like got a, them on both sides. Does it look like a battle damage, or does it look like no, an adornment? No, it just it just looks uh, it looks like it was either painted on or like it's part of her skin. Oh, okay. All right. Um, she's wearing a kind of a long duster type trench coat and um, some like nice leather slacks and a cool vest underneath. Um, and she walks out of the building and kind of starts looking around. Looks over at you guys, squints a little bit, looks around, picks up a rock, throws it at Smith, hits Smith on the head. <laughs> what did I do? Okay. What the heck? What do you do? Uh, exactly what I just did. All right. You just kind of go, ow, what did I do? Why? <laughs> she Why me? strokes her chin, walks over to you guys. Uh, hello. Hi. I'm going to step behind Torque. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stand there and be as wide as possible in my uh, angry, sort of uh, intimidating face. Gotcha. Uh, obviously, we are strangers in this town, and from your looks, perhaps you're not from around here either. Oh, no, I'm not from around here. Can I, can I get a look at you here, sir? When I threw that rock at you, how did it make you feel? It hurt. Okay, that's a start. <laughs> Do you pick people to randomly throw crap at anyways? Okay, that's even better. So you don't want to, like, give me something because I threw something at you? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's good. We ain't from here, if that's what you're asking. Well, we should try that. I don't think everybody who's here is from here, but they're still acting weird-ish. Yeah. Indeed, we've noticed that as well. I have any ideas what may be the cause of this odd behavior? Mm, no. Do you? No. Uh, we just got here. We just thought we'd look into it as well. well we've I been think. here less than an hour. You obviously, from our conversations with some of these uh, simple folk, uh, you've been here maybe a lot longer than we have. Where where are you from? Hey, you're an Eldrin, right? That is correct. Okay, you guys are pretty smart, right? We are. What do you make of this? And she kind of like puts something in your hand, mm-hmm. and it's this big green mucusy blob. Oh, I instantly <laughs> drop it. Okay, <laughs> and I pull. Well, that wasn't my. That wasn't very scientific. One of my cleanly wipes from the inside. I. We've seen mm. some creatures here. Uh, from the tower that we were at, about a day's journey from here. Uh, that it looked like they had something similar, snotty, mucusy coming out of them. I peer down at the ground, and I'm okay. going to roll a... Arcana. Arcana check. Ditto. Okay. <laughs> 17. Yeah. 19. <laughs> of well, course. 21. 21? Okay. On 21, um, you all can tell that it's not it's obviously not any kind of natural substance Mm -hmm. it just looks wrong in a way rand as you would imagine that this is clearly not lunar this is probably 
either elemental of some sort or infernal of some sort. Hmm. It's it's kind of a more, more mundane kind of weird. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah, no I understand that. It's uh, yeah, it doesn't fact seem to be. I don't think it has anything to do with our lunar nemesis affecting us. It does seem to be something well, more elemental or primordial, possibly. It's certainly disgusting, woman. Does it seem like no, the same stuff that we saw the outside the tower? Say what? The gentleman outside the tower. The gentleman outside the tower. Yeah, the yes. guys that had the mucusy things come out their nose and everything. Mucusy things come out their nose. Yeah, the little. They had the little blobs on their faces that were actually. Uh, no, they weren't coming out of their nose. They were oh, like okay. big, like reptile octopus looking things that were actually grafted onto their faces. Oh, okay. Anything so like that? Different. Yeah, yes. totally different. All right. Give it a little nudge with my foot. Okay. It behaves much like snot. Ugh. I wipe my foot on the pavement. So okay. where did you procure this sample? Oh, they're just kind of around. Huh. Like uh, in the trees or on the ground in the drinking supply? No, well, there's one in the corner of that building over there. Huh. We're not so hot at the Elf Observation thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can tell. Have you been talking to any of the town folk? Have you gotten any further than we have in talking to them beyond the, not, the trippy simpleton minds that they all seem to have? Not really. I tried to investigate for a while, and all I got out of it was a sandwich, a free night stay at the inn, and uh, these new shoes. <laughs> a woman after my own heart. <laughs> hey, what can I say? You gotta take advantage of the situation, I suppose. Anyway, where are you guys coming from? I come from the Feywild. I know where Eladrin come from. <laughs> I mean, where? I mean, most recently. Uh, most recently, we came from the tower, about a day's journey from here. Uh, yeah, yeah. A day's flight from here, actually. You guys ought to stay away from that stuff. It's dangerous. <laughs> Indeed. We In any case, this this stuff is probably dangerous. <laughs> Point at Randis. Oh, and he lifts up his hand. <laughs> huh? And she just kind of like runs over to Randus and starts poking at his arm. That's interesting. It's pretty good construction. <laughs> well, thanks. We we worked on it with a friend of ours. Oh, uh, really? Who's your friend? His name is Thony. Oh, how's he doing? He's doing pretty well. You know of him? I used to. Anyway, it's probably going to be pretty dangerous around here. So, if you guys want to move along, I'll, I can probably take care of this. Very well. Yeah, do you, you need any assistance? Uh, well, I need some not getting in the way. If you think you can come along and not get in the way, uh, that's I'm not, not our, very good at that. That's not mm. our nature. We, we can not get in the way. We can manage that. You just point us in the right direction, point him, Torque, in the right direction, mm -hmm. and he will take care of whatever the problem happens to be. I see. <laughs> Your teeth are pointy. I have no idea what you're talking about. She kind of walks over to you, kind of slips around Torque. Actually grabs your face, pulls up one of your lips. Oh, definitely pointy. You okay? She uh, reaches into her coat, pulls out a tuning fork, and starts kind of over your face. I like this girl. That's weird. You, uh, okay, let me ask you something. How yes. do you feel? I'm feeling a little good. How do you feel? Perplexed. How do you feel, big guy? Irritated. Uh-huh. How do you feel? Uh, what he said? 
<laughs> Irritated? You grabbed my face. Okay. See, I have this theory. Because whatever's going around, I'm not feeling it. And Green Eyes isn't feeling it. And you're not feeling it. So I think it only affects humans. I am human. Are you? I think so. Hmm. You might want to double check on that. Well, why is it not affecting Randus then? Oh, I think it is uh, affecting Randus. See, look know. at his pupils and she just kind of like reaches over and opens one of his eyes. It's kind of dilated. What about our friend Tork? He's only half three-quarter orc. Well, maybe you need to be at least 75% human. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. We'll say 50%. Okay. Anyway, I still haven't checked out the mayor's uh, office, if you guys want to come along. Yeah. You seem like party folk, adventurers. Just uh, try not to break anything right off the bat. We're looking at you, Torx. Okay. I suppose we'll have to live with that. And she just kind of turns around and starts walking towards the mayor's office. So as we start following her, I'm going to roll a... uh, History. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like any normal person. I wanted to find out. Uh, that is an 18. 19, sorry. A 19. And I uh, just want to find out if I recognize her race or anything like that from any readings that I may have done at the Cerulean Academy. Mm, no, not really. She could be elemental. Like, you've, you've heard about people having elemental blood in them. Mm-hmm. Um, she might be that. Okay. All right. Follow her into the mayor's office. Okay. She opens the door. Hello? Anybody? No? Okay. Walks in. Hello? Let's just make ourselves at home. Look around for a bell to ring or if there's any kind of alarm. No, there's a desk there. It looks like, you know, somebody should is be there. Is this a reception but... desk or is this the mayor's office? or? No, it's a reception desk. There's okay. like multiple offices okay. in this building. They call out, hello, hello. No response. You guys Go can all give me a perception check. Hmm. Go over to one of the doors and knock on it. Yeah. Nah, uh, uh, 12. 12. What he said. 12. 13. 13. 16. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll go with the one that broke the DC. Uh, <laughs> Torque spots um, another one of those kind of uh, gunk balls um, in one of the corners. There's another one of them squunges over there. Hmm. Squunges? They're squishy and they're they're spongy and they're squunges. And they're kind of gross. They remind me of the time I was sick. (laughs) But she uh, walks over to it, pulls out her tuning fork and starts waving it over it. Um... You guys can see the tuning fork vibrate, but you can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my great... Even with ears. your keen <laughs> Eladrin attunement to magic, you okay. can't really hear anything. Even okay. with Smith's three-quarter dog ears? Um, <laughs> maybe if Smith got closer, he could hear it. But it's not something that you can, you guys can readily hear. What's the reaction on the slime? It actually moves a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. I think this one's still attached. Attached? To what? I don't know. Whatever it's attached to. Should we try detaching it? 
Mm, let's see if we can find another one that's still attached, and then we'll try detaching it. I'd hate to lose our control. All right. I guess we'll look around some more. Does okay. my is my flame sword? Is it literally on fire when I unsheath my flame sword? Mm, if no. you want it to be, it. I think we described it as it just kind of like glowing red oh, okay. when you yeah. activate it. Okay. Because yeah, I was going to see if there was the any to maximum. There any uh, flames in this room? Any, like, any open, open flame? flame? No. Yeah. Okay. Start knocking on the doors. Okay. Yep. There's no answer. <laughs> Start opening the doors. Start opening okay. the doors. Opening and start doors. Start looking in. You start looking around, and eventually you do find another one, and it kind of like wiggles and reacts when you poke at it. Hmm. We got a so, uh, I cast light to see if a bright light or anything would affect it. It does seem to not like the light. It kind of starts moving a little bit away from it, but it doesn't seem to be able to like move very much. Huh. Okay. Poking it doesn't do anything. Mm, it makes it jiggle. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Hey, miss, it uh, looks like we found another one here. Oh, great. Okay, well, go ahead and pull that one off if you want to see what it does. All right. Uh, well, scoop it up with my axe. Yeah. Just kind of get your axe under it like a... Yep. Like a spade. <laughs> yeah. And then... Yep. I mean, it. it seemed... As you pull it out, these uh, kind of threads snap. It appears to be connected to something underneath the floorboards. Uh-oh. And it kind of wiggles a little bit and then stops moving. And that appears to be dead, then. Yeah. To the uh, basement. Miss, at least what, inert. I'm sorry, what's, what's your name again, Miss? Oh, I don't really have a name. But you can call me the Queen's Rebellious Daughter. Uh, right, how about Missy? That'll work. Um, Missy, I think I killed your squunge. Oh, that's okay. Was it connected to anything? Yes. There were some little snorky things going down into the floor. Hmm. Well, that's not good. Is there a subfloor in this building? Is it a wooden floor? Yeah. It is a wooden floor. Hmm. Start priming. I'm up. taking three steps away from work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all back up and um, stand back. Missy, perhaps you ought to step back as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to scrape the squinge off where somebody can can do it, and I'm going to chop a hole in the floor. Okay. So Torque hits the floor. Attack floor. <laughs> and, no. What kind of initiative does the floor have? It has a very, very low initiative. You and this is a surprise round because the floor really wasn't expected. Expecting <laughs> being attacked. Um, so Torque like hits the floor. Surprise! They grow the floor. Yeah, and and you know, honestly, he probably only hit it hard enough to make a you know Gouch. size. Yeah, make a big gash in it. But it appears that this place is not very well constructed, so the whole floor just caves. Oh, um, probably bad. I'm going to say that... One, two, three... Da, 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 da. That's good. Smith falls, <laughs> along, falls as well. Nice. Oh, so Smith, Smith falls and so through yeah, all in okay. the floor? Everybody, everybody else manages to get out the door before the whole kind of room kind of collapses, but Smith and Torque... You know, Smith tries to move away, but everybody's crowding. Like, all the scientists are crowding the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> so he falls to the ground along with Torque to okay. the uh, floor below. 
Um, you, I'll you deal you guys some damage because that's awesome. End up with us on our back, you guys can take six damage. Fascinating. It's not right. Are Are you guys okay? Um, Torque, take six damage. Why don't you okay. give me a hand out of here? How far down are they? Not very far. <laughs> Maybe about ten feet. Do you guys see anything yep. down there? Are we in? Is it, are we looking at Earth or like a subfloor or what? It It is a subfloor. It does. Um, it appears to be kind of uh, a granite um, base, like for the floor. To, um, I cast light light down in there so they can see where they're at. Okay, Orm casts light sort of at the center of you guys, and as the room illuminates, um, you see all of these gunk balls along the wall. Some of which are about as big as your fist. Some of which are as big as a cat. Some of which are as big as torque standing on torque shoulders uh-huh. hmm. e- and they're either, all kind of wriggling interesting e- e- either a dragon has a cold or I think we found where our sponges are coming from I'm going with the latter do you see anything else down there do you see a door is there a way out or do you, do you need a rope for us to pull you up is there well, a safe place uh, to descend you know we, we can fly when he wants us to Um, there is a door that leads to a room, probably you know, like a couple of rooms over from where you guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the door to that has been covered by these kind of threads of slime, slime, squonge. Eel monkey cut on squonge will catch on as well. So you don't think these things are lunar? No, I don't believe so. What do you think they are? I say I might be some sort of elemental or primordial. Mm. Being or substance? Because I thought that they looked surprisingly like the uh, pods that some uh, druids use to capture evil spirits. Hmm. But this is kind of backwards. Also, if this was uh, infernal influence of some sort, wouldn't people be more upset instead of less upset? Maybe. It almost seems like the people have been replaced. Hmm. Like they're not themselves. It might be easier to subjugate a people's when they're kind of complacent as opposed to uh, angry. Uh, but it's easier to open rifts into other places if people are angry. I'm a poke one. Okay, you poke one. Yeah. Um, a little one. So, Torg, you've been feeling pretty irritated, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you poke a little one, and it starts to um kind of jiggle a little angrily and it grows a little bit and you actually feel a little bit better. That's weird. What's that? Poking again. Okay. What's, the, what's <laughs> well, going on? It grows a little bit more and you feel the tiniest bit better, but that's about it. I'm gonna poke it really hard. Okay. Eh, it Torque, doesn't, what's going it doesn't on? react too much. You actually just kind of poke it and some gunk spills out of it. Torque, what's going on? Uh, I broke another one. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to poke a slightly bigger one. That's okay. There's plenty. <laughs> okay. You poke a slightly bigger one. Um, when you poke it, um, you kind of feel like something is, you know, I don't want to say, it's like something kind of takes a peek inside your head. It's a really weird feeling. And then decides that there's nothing there at once. 
So nothing. That's uh, what it feels like. What, that damn. is what it these, feels like to torque. These things are magicy. What do you mean? Well, is that here. a technical term that you guys use? It's it's, it's like for torque's sake. Yes, the yes. state of being a magic. She jumps down. I'm gonna poke a slightly yeah. bigger one, and I'm gonna show you. Look, you you poke it, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's looking at you, looking up your nose at your brain. Interesting. Right. Does it do but anything the, to your brain? She pulls out her tuning fork and starts kind of weaving it over it. The first one did a little bit, but not too much. Hmm. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. What's your name again? Randis. Right. Come down here. All right. I'll tie off a rope somewhere and descend. Okay. Walk over. All right. Um, you have any melee weaponry on you? Uh, here's a knife. Okay. Well, keep it. Okay. Poke that thing. Just give it a grr and poke. Grr. Okay. Poke. <laughs> All right. You grr and you poke it, <laughs> and you feel like this is all probably pointless and like you want to take a nap and this mm-hmm. thing gets all dark and veiny and kind of grows about another inch in uh, volume kind of it like grows in every direction a little bit that's magic-y Missy right there oh I concur with your assessment here friend whatever's and could be what some sort of brain empophagy. I, I don't know. I I don't know. Just I, I kind of feel like we're. Uh huh. That's not how he usually behaves, right? No, usually he'd be going like ooh and very well and uh, taking samples of it. Mm. It's it's affecting his brain, and it affected maybe a quarter of my brain. <laughs> Interesting. Well. <laughs> How, okay, follow me on this one. How about... Because we know that this lunar event has caused uh, some echoes in every plane, but we thought that it was actually helping the situation in hell, like it actually made it harder to get here. So maybe instead of them trying to open a rift, they're trying to send some energy back, maybe? Does that seem right? What do you think? What do you Why? think, Horns? Why would they want to make him happy? And and I can under well. Well, let's say okay. You make somebody angry, and they tear a wall up for you, right? Uh, yeah, I usually do. Okay, let's say that somebody has little angry worms inside of them, and that's what anger is. Maybe they're trying to get little angry worms in the fabric by pulling them off of people. Does that make sense? To rip a hole between the dimensions. Yes. To using the emotions of the people to rip a hole between dimensions so whatever's on the other side yes. can come out. Correct. Hmm. You, you had me, and then you lost me. So Torque, they're trying worms. to make a door. Oh, why didn't you just say that? I start, that is what I said. Well, I everybody's up? down in the pit but me. Mm-hmm. I start running around and uh, looking in the in the rooms to see if there's a fireplace in any of the rooms, to see if maybe there's a hot coal or something. To where then I can start a flame on a piece of wood. Um, you can grab a piece of wood and then say, forsooth, and, you know, have it burst into flames. <laughs> Kapush, forsooth, then. Burn it! Burn it! Okay. When you start yelling, burn it, they all start wiggling. Oh, I yay. Toss the, uh, uh, <laughs> I toss the torch down into a Torque's hand. Burn it, Torque! Burn uh, it now! 
<laughs> we maybe ought to not Wrong be end. in here with it. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> we'll get to rolling initiatives here. And we're at an hour for the show, and I think uh, that's a good place for us to stop, as we've been doing over the last couple of episodes. Uh, we don't know how long these battles will take, and we certainly don't want to bore you with a <laughs> two-hour-long, three-hour-long marathon. Plus, you know, it's going to ruin our projected release dates on everything. <laughs> so we're going to stop it there. Uh, all you have to do is uh, come back next week. We'll have some more episodes. Uh, we also want you to send us some emails to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. You can find the, a bunch of D&D and gaming stuff over at Majorspoilers.com if you go over there and look. Uh, we also can... Uh, did I say email? Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Also, what I, I think, think everybody could do this week is go over to iTunes and not only give us a five-star rating, but also give us a five-star review. Those are super great. Uh, it's moving us up there in the gaming ranks, and more and more people are catching on. And, of course, the more people Here's, that can listen to the show, the more people that experience and the more fun everybody has. Here's actually another thing that I thought you could do. If you want to get your friends into Critical Hit, um, after this show comes out, uh, post it as a link on your Facebook or MySpace or whatever you've got going, tweet yeah. page, um, just to see if any of your friends become interested. You'd be surprised there are a number You'd of people that are getting into this game just from listening to this and our explanations that, that of their how everything works. Fun. All right, everybody, we will be back next week to see what these green globules of pustules stuff are doing. Join us so next week until for then, and the Thorkelsons in the Valley of the Snot. So until then, oh, here's hoping all of your roles are critical <laughs> hits. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.